ultimately you need to create your own recipe what what is a resonating with you and b what you are good at so that you can bring additional value and excel at what you do because you don't want to get up every morning and aim to be mediocre it's really important to have a purpose in life that's aligned with your purpose in your career and then it works hello everyone and welcome to another episode of i am christina diarcangelo we have been on fire this month. This is my sixth recording, and it's only February 16th. And today, I'm so happy to have my friend and colleague, Dr. Ingrid, on the show with me today. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure and a great honor to be part of the show. I've been following you for a while, and I'm always excited to, to see the the complexity of guests you always bring to, to your show. Oh, thank you so much. Well, you especially with your background and all of the things that you've accomplished. I'm so, so grateful that you agreed to be on my show. Would you like to give everyone your background? Uh, because it is, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so I would appreciate it if you wouldn't mind telling everybody what where you've come from what you've been doing where are you going in 2022 sure thank you so i'll try to be brief um i spent uh, approximately 20 years uh, in healthcare and life sciences i did the full 360 in healthcare and life sciences from being a clinician researcher I moved into healthcare executive roles and there i also had an opportunity to um work uh, as part of compliance, research efforts, quality and safety, innovation, you name it. Uh, in addition to all that, I also had the opportunity to work uh, as executive director of a health plan, which also showed me another facet of, of healthcare. And uh, lastly, over the past few years, then I had an opportunity to also be chief uh, officer for a large healthcare organization and also president of a genomics company. So that allowed me, I think, to understand all the pain points and all the opportunities we have in healthcare and life sciences. Um, in addition, I'm also a passionate uh, advocate for ethics and emerging technologies. So I spent quite a lot of my uh, professional and free time dedicated towards uh, the mission of various not-for-profit organizations, which are all at the intersection of technology, innovation, entrepreneurship, and I would say another common theme is sustainability and social impact. That is so awesome. That's in a nutshell, 30 years of career. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, you've had an amazing career and you're still, you know, you're still doing all these amazing things. I swear every week I see something come up if it's not a new award that you've received, a keynote speaking engagement. I mean, you are out there and what I love about it and about what you do is your honesty and integrity. You are truthful in everything you do. And I love that about you. And also, you tell people exactly the way it is. There's no sugarcoating. You know, you tell them exactly. And I love that because <laughs> when we were working on a project together, I got to see it firsthand. And you would say, Christina, 
you, I'd like you to, I'll kill you. <laughs> I would go off and do it you because you knew I could execute whatever it was that you were asking me to do. Well, I, 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 I'm glad you mentioned that just because it has sometimes been a negative, uh, but a lot of people appreciate it as well. And I always like to take pride in, in the fact that I'm a straight arrow. And I recently had an opportunity to share with uh, young women entrepreneurs around the world at a keynote. They asked me, what would you advise young women that are at the beginning of their career? And I said, integrity, originality, right? And making sure that you stay true to yourself in, in everything you do when the tough decisions come uh, down your pathway, right? Because it's uh, a very risky and slippery slope, in my opinion, if you try to please everybody all the time. That's not going to work. I, I absolutely concur with that. And also, as they grow up, if you will, in their career, and they branch out and they're doing amazing things because they will, when they get to a point in their career and they're tested by someone who may want to do business with them, that they have a personal issue with, not the people, but something that that company may stand for. This recently happened to me last week. I had a big pharma company come to me um, that has done some things that I don't particularly care for. And they wanted me to do a JV with them, a joint venture with uh, Avum Spectral Affinity Biopartners, Affinity Patient Advocacy, and then them. But I couldn't do it, Ingrid, because it went against the grid of who I am as a human, because it meant I would go against how I was brought up to make sure that I look out for patients and workers, blue collar workers. So I couldn't work with them. And it would have been very, very profitable for us across all these companies, as you can imagine, the, it was a big uptake. But I said no, because I couldn't say yes. And I've never regretted, to your point, uh, staying true to myself, even though at the beginning, sometimes when you say no, it seems like you lost an opportunity, but it's always paid off in the long run. I was always very happy with, with those decisions. Oh, yes, because as you sit back and you watch, because they're going to move forward regardless, right? That's how it is, right? People just move on. Yeah. When they move on and you see what's happened, then it's like, yep, I made the right decision after all. You know, it's kind of like that little cherry on top of the Sunday. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> So I think that's a great point um, about the, you know, speaking to the women that are starting off their careers and some of the things that you can tell them as a seasoned professional. That doesn't mean to everybody listening and watching us that we're old when I say seasoned. <laughs> it just means we started in so kindergarten. <laughs> I'm okay to be seasoned. That's okay. No <laughs> you know, I watch the sensitivity. I never want to say something that would offend anybody, of course, um, as I, I get rosy and, you know, I normally don't blush, but <laughs> um, I think it's important, you know, that we're respectful of how we classify people because a lot of people classify things in different ways. And, you know, in 2022, we learn something new every day about something that's going on of, of what they're calling this or that or whatever. And so you kind of have to be caught up on all that stuff so you don't offend anybody. 
that's true. That's true. And to your point, I think uh, another element that has come up recently in, in young entrepreneurs now, it wasn't just about women. Um, they also asked advice from us, all of us that have been through multiple uh, career roles. What uh, was the area that maybe, or the topic that caused the highest success or the driver of success? And I also have a very clear answer there in general that there's not just one recipe and certainly not the same thing that works for one person works for others so you have to find what is your niche and how you can contribute to bring value to whatever ecosystem you're part of so i think that's an important message because trying to copy someone else's recipe for success is not always uh, a good option i think yes we need to learn from their successes we need to learn from their mistakes but Ultimately, you need to create your own recipe, what, what is A, resonating with you, and B, what you're good at, so that you can bring additional value and excel at what you do. Because you don't want to get up every morning and aim to be mediocre, right? Right. You Who does excel that? excel at what you do. That's right. Because when we get up and we put our feet down on that ground, it's a new day, baby. We're ready to go. Like, let's go. And every day is a chance to start over, right? So if you've had a bad day the day before... And you might be upset about something or whatever's going on. When you close your eyes for that day and you wake the next day, the next day is for your restart. So I think, you know, young entrepreneurs need to think about it that way because, you know, mm -hmm. everybody has these great aspirations, right? You and I have both worked on multiple different types of businesses throughout our careers because of our acclimate and some of the skills that we have. However, we ask for help when we don't know something. We don't fake it till we make it. There's none of that going on here. And we learn and reflect before we move, yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly, exactly. And that brings me to another point that I think we do probably were accused of many times in our career, that we like too many things or that we've been involved in too many things, right? Like um, someone actually recently labeled me master of all trades and jack of none. So inverted the proverb, inverted it. So it's not jack of all trades, master of none. It, it was master of all trades, but jack of none. But that has been a, a challenge. And that's another advice I sometimes like to share my experience in being accused throughout my career that I like too many things and that I think too big or dream too big. So I, I would also like to share with maybe members in our audience, to not give up your career dreams or your personal aspirations just because someone tells you. It, in, in my case, it has worked extremely well to always set high goals. And then even if I didn't achieve everything, at least I aspired towards it. And in that pathway, other good things came about, maybe not the original ones that I planned. So I never regretted it. Yes, is it occupying a lot of time? Absolutely. Is it occupying a lot of energy? Absolutely. Does it require dedication? Absolutely. But I never regretted being interested in so many things and meeting so many interesting people and learning continuously every single day, things that I never thought that yeah. existed. So Yeah, that, I mean, we said that when we met and we were working on that project together, right? We both agreed yeah. to work on this project. There were other people that worked on this project with us. We took a chance to work on this project together. We met all for the first time 
And we, we got down and we did something and we did some amazing stuff together. And as a result of it, and was it painful? Oh, there were times it was painful, but there was a lot of happy times. But as a result, we have forged a wonderful relationship with ourselves, you and I, and then other people that we have met that have been part of our team. So that that just like you said, like, yes, it, the end result wasn't what we originally had thought it was going to be for us when we signed up. And we were disappointed in some respects. However, the result of being able to meet people and also work on other projects with some people that we want to work with has been amazing. I don't know if I would have ever met you, honestly, Ingrid. Maybe I would have bumped into you on LinkedIn somehow, but <laughs> Right. I, I agree that the, the relationships uh, and the networking and the ability to learn from each other, the good good things that we had and, and the things that didn't work out is extremely important. So and you, I, I think that's actually a big driver of success to learn from from errors, mistakes and failures. Yeah. And you know what else, too, I wanted to mention when you were talking about this was that you're also patient. You're very patient. You I are used very. To not be. I learned it the hard way, getting my teeth knocked out. <laughs> but yes, I used to not be as patient, but out of good intentions. I used to always have such high drive and wanted to achieve everything very quickly. And in the process, talking about sensitivity, I didn't realize that um, although maybe I had that high drive, it stressed others around me or that they didn't understand my drive and misinterpreted it. So, Absolutely. I learned to temper it down a little bit, but it's, it's tough to not lose the passion, right? Because I, I want to keep the passion and the enthusiasm uh, to dedicate myself fully to whatever I work on, uh, but then to not, not push too hard that, that uh, I create uh, discomfort around. I'm trying not to giggle because you're in good company. <laughs> you know how I am. I try to, and, and then, but I also have had to learn, you know, I've got to back off. And I learned when I moved to California because I went from Philly, my career took me from Philly to, I left Johnson and Johnson. And then I went down to North Carolina and I was working for the, one of the largest global CROs in the space at that time. I worked for PPD. Mm -hmm. And I went down there intentionally because I wanted to learn how they work. How do they operate? How what's, what's, how's this all work? Because that's where a lot of the money is spent in, in pharmaceutical drug development is the CRO sponsor relationship, right? So I did it on purpose. Well, I went there and then I learned enough and was like, okay, I got to get out of here. I need to go back to a sponsor now. I've learned what I needed to learn. <laughs> I don't want to stay. So I moved to California. So the reason why I'm telling you all this is when I went from Philly to North Carolina, I slowed down a little bit, right? Because you know, the East Coast, we're fast paced people. <laughs> we're very, we talk fast, we eat fast, we do everything fast, right? North Carolina, not so fast. So I had to slow down a little bit, even in the grocery store. It would take forever for them to pack my groceries. And I'd be like, I got to go to a meeting. Let's hurry up. And <laughs> when I moved to the California, I had to become almost a service provider internally to the biotech company I was working for as a full-time employee because I 
because I move so fast and I want to get it done and I'm very direct, I was I was perceived as being intimidating and aggressive. <laughs> so I had to slow myself down and I had to change my messaging on how I requested things because I was controlling all their money. I was the head of sourcing. So uh, the R&D people had to come to me for their money. And I asked a lot of questions. Like, Why is this? And they, don't, they didn't like that. So that was one of the things I learned, you know, um, is that I had to slow down. So that forced me to be patient and grit. Absolutely. And I think another advantage uh, to change to different environments is that you also learn how to be agile and versatile to translate your thoughts and ideas to, to very different backgrounds, right? Um, mm -hmm. In terms of, um, let's say, if you pitch the same concept to engineers versus uh, lawyers versus doctors, um, it, it's a completely different uh, way to explain something and to show the value proposition. And I think that that has been something that has been tremendously helpful to me to change to so many domains to actually increase my my ability to um, collaborate with mm -hmm. a variety of individuals. Mm -hmm. So I think I learned from each one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I want to also mention that has been fruitful for my development as a human <laughs> is the fact that I have a child. So being a mother, you've got to have a lot of patience <laughs> and how you interact with a child, especially us as moms, we're highly functioning moms, right? So <laughs> we work, like you said, we could be working with an engineer, an attorney, a doctor, a scientist. There's all these people or a patient, right? There's all these people we work with every day of our lives, but then we put on our mother hat when we need to, when we are called to do, you know, you swing in and you're a mom. It's a different mindset altogether when you're a mom than you are when you're a What I do like about uh, the minds of children is their natural curiosity and their inquisitive nature. So I always say that it's great training for the C-suite because you learn to answer the numerous questions that fire your way. So I've you, always enjoyed that. And they're bold, right? Kids are bold. They just say whatever they want, right? So some of it, sometimes it's shocking, right? You're like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> As they grow older and they know more things, then they ask you more in-depth things that are kind of uncomfortable, some of these questions, but we have to answer them. So that's an excellent point, Ingrid. I never really even thought about it that way, that like having a child, because I was criticized a lot. You know, I didn't have a child. I did a lot in my career. I didn't have my son until I was uh, 35. You know, so he's turning nine. This this coming on um, the 24th of this month. So I love the month of February because it's Valentine's Day, President's Day, Black History Month, and my son's birthday. <laughs> Well, you got the full, the full uh, batch there. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, then it's, you know, um, it, I just love, I, I love, I love this month. Sorry, I don't mean to go on a tangent about motherhood, but I just thought it was important to mention that because it's something that we also have in common. And it's something that we could share with people about the fact that there's so many lessons we learn as moms. 
Absolutely. That's a very uh, frequent question I get also. How do you balance all the things that the life and career? And I, I always have to disappoint some people because I always answer. I don't think it's about balancing. I think it's about harmonizing. And if you like what you do, there shouldn't be a delineation between life and work. In my mind, I know that's controversial, but that's what has worked for me. I love what I do. And for me, it's all infused. It's in my DNA. Whatever I do, I do all the time. And I think about it all the time. Now, yes, it requires a lot of energy and very little sleeping. That's yeah. <laughs> and, and the awesome thing, though, too, is that your son knows no different, right? So growing up, he's always known you. You're his mom. You're doing this. You're doing that. You're doing this. You're doing that. So he learned all this from you also. So for him, it wasn't mom is working. No, mom is passionate about this or that. And that's what this is about, right? So I can see your point and I can understand why people would be disappointed because people want us to balance things. But I don't, I agree with you, Ingrid. I don't think it has to be a balance when you're passionate about life and you're a true humanitarian like you are. It's just you being you. That's it. I know it sounds simple, but it really is. Yes, it is. And, and I think also the other part is even if you are able to separate the physical space, mm -hmm. how are you going to separate it in your mind? Right? Mm -hmm. if your mind is dedicated towards something. And that's the last thing I want to mention before, yeah. if we have a chance mm -hmm. to maybe share one more thought. It's really important to have a purpose in life that's aligned with your purpose in your career. And then mm -hmm. it works. If they're mm -hmm. not congruent, I think it's very difficult for people. So I, in, my, in my case, when people ask me always, well, how do you think what has been the, the secret for success or the driver for success? I always say the things I mentioned until now, plus the fact that I always, in my mind, it all fits together what I do because the purpose is the same. I want to have a big impact and help with that whatever little bit I can to things that are meaningful to me. And then it all works. I feel good about it. That's awesome. And with that, we're going to end for today only because we're coming up on time and you're dipping off to another important meeting. You and I can talk forever. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on today, Ingrid. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me and nice to see you again. And uh, you said a lot of uh, kind things. I hope one day I can also share with the audience uh, all the great things about you. I oh. know today was a different topic. but Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. Well, with that, remember, we always close with everybody. We are the same. I am Christina D'Arcangelo. Thank you for joining us today.